You about to record this as a podcast? Uh, uh, duh. Okay. Damn, my life is too built for that. Hey, man, I ain't gonna hold y'all up. We coming to 2020. This is a new year. This is a new you. This is a new me. So if you haven't done already, man, get you another form of income in your pocket, my baby. Go ahead, start recording the podcast, man. Shout out to Anchor, man. So don't pussyfoot around because it's free. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So you can be easily heard on, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, all that other stupid dumb shit that niggas like to listen to motherfucking podcasts. And you can make some cheese from that podcast with no minimum listenership. So everything you need to make a podcast is all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You punk bitch. About to record this as a podcast? Uh, uh, duh. Okay. Damn, my life is too built for that. That's a deal. Yes, sir. You gotta have good shoulder music, man. Like if 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 you got an album, man, got a got a got a bop on there that got some shoulders. You you ain't really dead shit. Shoulders gotta move involuntarily. Man, that should be a reaction. Man, that should be the motherfucking go-to. Swift Lord. What's the deal? You know what we do, what we do, how we do, when we do it. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you already know what we came here to do. Y'all do. Yes, sir. But, 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 but before, before we get into what we about to get into, mm-hmm. of course, thank you. Welcome back, you know, to the motherfucking Meech and Spiff podcast. My name is Meech. My name is Spiff Lord. Mike. <laughs> Slash Spiff Lord. Yes, sir. But before we get into what we about to get into, I thank you motherfuckers for coming back, you know, listening and all that extra shit. Mind you, when this come out, uh, this sh- we re- usually record on Mondays, but y'all don't need to know all that shit. I mean, we record on Fridays, but it come out on Monday. But what I want you to do is, you know, when you listen to this podcast, the following Monday is the first Monday of the month. So, of course, that is our... Uh, you know, monthly mental health check, our monthly Monday mental health check, in which, you know, send us an email um, to meachandspiffpod at gmail.com. Um, it could be about anything, you know, tell us how you feeling, how you feel about the pod, how you doing, whether it's good, bad, happy, sad, but, you know, send us anything on that motherfucker, send us feedback or whatever, and then we're gonna, you know, kind of, you know, read it off and you know, check and see what people's temperatures are. So, yeah, make sure y'all do that on, uh, you know, when you hear this pod. So, yeah. But, carrying on, Spiff. Yes, sir. Should we... Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Why not, you know? Play a little vibe real quick. You know, this my nigga Choice Gaines, you feel me? My nigga Jalen. <laughs> Shout out to him. He got the clothing line coming off the Wicked Cool, man. So go grab that when it's available. He a artsy nigga, so it ain't just going to be everywhere, my nigga. But he getting his bag, though. We don't rock clothes. We rock pieces, my nigga. Intro this. What's this? This is Can't Call It. Say no more. Shout out to my nigga Choice.
Young Spiff. Yes, sir. I see you got your shimmy on. Good shoulders. Good shoulder work. You feel me? Little Duval. What, what? What's the drink of choice for this episode for the for the ones that can't be here in our presence, man? We off the Hennessy and lemonade. You feel me? It's not our patent family feud. You know that's a do say with the lemonade. You heard it here. We've been doing that. But you know, just a just a classic, bro. Taking their life. We ain't trying to do too much. That's a fact, man. So let's let's get into this motherfucking pie, man. Let's do what we came here to do. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Come on. What's the 
first subject on the docket, man. I think I want to do something different this time, because I know usually we just kind of like get into like straight to bullshit and we kind of like joke around and do whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I think I want to introduce a new uh, a new segment. All right, let me hear what you got. What you got? All right, cause you know, like over the like the past you know few weeks, it's been kind of like real life, like dead when it comes to like this whole you know world. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, ain't shit going on for real. So, but it's a lot of a lot of you know little topics that have come up, and I want to introduce this segment called "Do We Care?" Okay. Do we give a fuck? Do All we right. give a fuck? It's it's a working title. It's a work in progress. I like it. We're going to flow with it, though. All right. So, first, mm-hmm. Spiff. Yeah. So, I don't know if you you know this, but there was a video circulating about Floyd going to Saudi Arabia to discuss a possible rematch with Pacquiao. Do we honestly give a fuck? No, nah, he just doing that shit for the money because he a greedy-ass bitch. <laughs> And Pacquiao gonna die in the ring, bro, eventually. So, no, nah, I don't care about that. What you feel? Uh, honestly, I don't really give a fuck about it because I feel like this is all just a money grab for him in the end. Um, Honestly, I ain't paying for the fight. I'm not neither. He gonna beat Pacquiao the fuck up, and then that's gonna be it. But don't get me wrong, like, if somebody got a, like, little, little soiree, a little function, whatever, we might have to slide. I mean, you know, if it's free, you know, I'm sliding in that bitch, but I'm not spending my hard-earned money to see some shit that I really don't give a fuck about. I'm just there for the, for the, for the drinks and the bitches, for real, at that point. Eloquently said, man. Say no more. All right, going on to number two. Do we care about Young Thug and YFN Lucci beef? No. See, you got to think, though. Like, Lucci, he really the rap version of Jacquees. So, anybody he beef with... That is the first time I ever heard it. Anybody he beef with, I'm not interested. Like, come on now. Pass. How you feel about it? I mean... He did go on the record and say that he fucked Carlay, which is Young Thug, you know, significant other. I don't know if they got kids together. I'm going I'm to assume that they don't. Oh, well, you know the game, man. You know y'all both celebrities. Y'all both, you know, millionaires and shit like that, nigga. Anybody bitch is up for grabs if she not silent, nigga. That's what you do for leaving the original bitch you was with, nigga. That's it. But he did say that nigga, uh, Young Thug did say on his motherfucking Instagram, like, uh, I would have been killed you if it wasn't for the, you know, the respect that I have for your, your, your mom and your kids and shit. Do I think Young Thug kill no, kill anybody? No. But do I think he will go get somebody to kill somebody? Yes. So, shout out to Young Thug for not, you know, putting that hit out. You feel me? It's only over a woman at the end of the day. I know that may be... A woman that's special to him, but shit, at the end of the day, that nigga get over it, nigga. Go buy you another bitch, nigga. Yeah, man, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm kind of indifferent on it because I don't trust niggas that wear dresses and shit. So, and then he did say, um, yeah, I wore that dress because I had that stick on me <laughs> on the intro of his new album. That nigga is so nasty. <laughs> but whatever, though, yeah, go ahead. Whatever the fuck, yeah. All right, and lastly, man, on do we... Give a fuck. It's a working title. Do we care? Who knows? Spit. How do you feel about these niggas going crazy over these motherfucking Popeye chicken sandwiches, cuz? 
Oh, give me the mic, because I got something <laughs> to say about this shit. First of all, y'all niggas is out of fucking pocket, nigga. How the fuck? And I just tweeted this shit. Black people make things ten times greater, but ruin everything in the same life. Y'all motherfuckers don't know how to fucking act with nothing. And I'm tired of it. I'm so glad I don't eat fucking meat no more, because y'all fucking milking it. That's a fast food chicken sandwich that you can get from anywhere. That is some bullshit. Y'all on some bullshit. And all the pictures I done seen of niggas eating that shit or whatever, that shit pink on the inside. Like, what the fuck is y'all niggas doing, bro? Chill the fuck out, nigga. The same Popeyes, especially if you in Michigan, you come, you on the east, the one on 8 Mile that had roaches. You just had a chicken and roach sandwich, my guy. Deal with it. Hold the flask. Honestly, I don't give a fuck about that shit, dog. That shit is honestly doing the fucking most. Like, you know, we talked about it kind of like earlier and shit. Like, I saw or I read something on Instagram talk about a worker said, like, man, we had these bitches for like six months and like niggas is really not just getting hit. That just show you how how people are just fucking hype beasts. Like, you start seeing different shit on like Instagram and, and Twitter. Niggas started hyping shit up. And shit don't even really be that good for real, man. Don't like y'all milked it, and I'm upset that y'all milked it the way y'all did. So it is what it is. Fuck y'all. And for you motherfuckers that's out there really fighting in these damn Popeye places, man, that shit is motherfucking ridiculous, dog. That shit is fucking crazy, nigga. Chicken is chicken, you bitch, you. Funky bitch, you act like you had a fucking chicken burger before. Shut the fuck up. Man, that shit is fucking ridiculous, dog. But shit, man. But that's the last song. What are we gonna title this, man? Um, we need to we need to title this segment, Smith, man. Uh, I feel like shit. That's right now, nigga. Like, shit. Do we give a fuck? Do we give a fuck? Fuck it. But shit, man. What what you got playing right now, man? Man, I got uh the whole Cold Game Collective. They little collaboration, little EP playing. So that consists of like, of course, my nigga Woods on the boards, Big, uh, Nick, Swiss, Choice, uh, Richie Solo, uh, Nolan, Brando. Uh, if I'm forgetting somebody, please forgive me. That nigga Choice. Uh, shit. Shout out to the whole Cold Game team, man. They've been doing their thing for years, bro. This rap shit is nothing new to us on the east side, you feel me? So, you know, this shit like Fuck it, man. Well, shit, man. Let's play them out, man. Let's take a little drink break, man. My cup getting a little empty. So, let's let's uh, let's uh get to it, man. But shit. But, uh, should we just play this song out or what you think, man? No, I'm about to intro something else. I'm about to intro something else. No, don't play, don't, don't play, play that one just don't yet. Don't play that one just I, yet. No, don't play that I'm one just about yet. To go so I'm about to go back. I'm about to go to this shit with uh, uh, B Nix, Days Loaf, and Nolan the Ninja, bro. It's called Get Money, nigga. Been doing this. Shout out to Days. Yes, sir. That's what we're gonna do. Hey! Keep it low, don't none of your parents know that you're putting on a show for me and my people. Close, talk, 
Bitches, but you sure not tripping the piece music for a living, but I balance out school One way or the other, you utilize this too My team working, what the fuck is yours doing? Heard you lucky, sidetracks and open swimming On the mission for the MGs, ooh wee Vision on deck, proper beat them double C's They don't understand, ain't switch, they don't get it Wanna be on point, what I'm more working with it Lessons taught, it'll get you far from famous Still hustle with them stars, none of the anguish on your attitude Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places people like to listen. 
Also, how do I how do I make money off this podcast, man? Man, peep game. The answer to every one of those questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors, too, so you can get paid to podcast, man. Secure the bag. Listen, man, me and, me and Spiff, man, we ain't, we ain't come here to get paid off this, man. We just wanted everyone to enjoy you know, and listen to our convos and stories about, you know, our upbringing. But why not get paid for it? You know what I'm talking about? So, if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. Again, that's anchor.fm slash start to join me, Spiff, and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. And guess what, man? We can't wait to hear your podcast, man. So, hey, that's it. Yes, man. What you said? I said I remember when Solo sent me this shit. And uh, I was at a fashion show in Atlanta and shit. And I listened to it. I was like, all right, he coming along. He coming along. <laughs> My young dog progressing. Who would call me when he put the little Lil Wayne reference in there. You feel me? Yeah. I was like, all right. All right, he gets it. He gets it, but go ahead. Come on. <laughs> well, what's next? Man, I want to I know, like, since we're talking about music and whatever, man, what what you been listening to lately, man? What, what's some new shit that you've been kind of, like, fucking with? Shit, really? I only been fucking with that. I like that Super Kane shit you put me up on. Yeah, that Super Kane shit kind of hard. I tried to listen to Thug, but that shit was, like, a no for me. Um... Ross, of course, that's kind of old now, but still the Ross. It's still in rotation for me. Um, that's pretty much it, for real. Yeah. You know my my soft R and B shit though. Oh, that's on the regular. You know, on the regular, niggas can't be gangster all the time. Yeah, but you know what? You know, besides like the Ross and and like of course, you know the you know the good the good vibes that that we you know. You know that we like, man. One, I'ma tell you some shit I was listening to that's so hard. That nigga, little dirt dog. Oh, dirt shit, fire. That love songs for the streets too. That shit is fucking ignorant, dog. Hey, man, is that nigga still locked up? Nah, he out on bail right now. On bail, he about to get locked up again. But free my nigga, little dirt in advance, bro. But I appreciate you dropping that shit for the streets one time. That shit is like some of the most, you know, gangster singing I have ever heard in my life, dog. That shit is so good. Yeah, I, I can feel it, though. I got to listen to it, though. I'm going to do my homework on that shit, though. Like, that shit made me want to go catch a body and then go home and, like, fuck with no condom on. I mean, hey, you do that on the regular. You don't need no excuse for that. I don't, I don't I mean, catch bodies, but... I yeah. mean, you catch bodies, my nigga, but, you know, but, you know, whatever. You got to tell yourself, but, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I'm going to listen to it, though. But, uh, but I know when people listen to this shit, you know, technically it's Monday, but it's Friday where we are right now as of recording. But that Jeezy came out today. Have you heard the Jeezy shit? I'm not trying to hear the Jeezy shit. And I didn't even know he dropped a album until you just told me. So that's, yeah. Okay. Like That's good for him. 
Like, man, like, I understand, like, you know, I'm the biggest Jeezy fan, dog, and Jeezy will forever be a legend in my eyes. But I don't know if it's because I'm older and I've outgrown certain things, but that album just wasn't what I expected. I mean, what's the last shit he done put out that you done like, though? Because... To me, like full body, it's probably that Thug Motivation 103, and then that's not even a full body project I could say I like, but he has some shit on there. Is that the one that he had Jay Z on there with the scene at all? Nope, no, no, no. The Thug Motivation 103 is that when he had the Neo on there, that leave you alone. I can't leave you alone. Just can't leave you alone. Man, pull up the album real quick. Pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. Cause I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. You yeah, know, misquote wanna... my man. Cause I feel like that is the same one that he has seen it all on there. I thought that was. I thought that was something else. Yeah. Tm one hundred three hustlers ambition. What he got on there? It ain't seen it all, bro. He got lose my mind. I do it with Jay Z. Leave you alone, super freak, way too gone, OJ. Oh yeah, that shit was hard. That yeah, shit, that's that like was the hard. Last hardest but I feel like what's what's the album that came? I I want to say it came out after that. That's, I know what you talk about because he had that song with the game on it that I fuck with. Let me go because yeah. with the scene at all. Yeah, what album was that, man? It was Seen It All, the autobiography. Seen It All, the autobiography. That album was hard to me. It was decent. I like it. But it wasn't just like cold, cold to me. It was straight, though. He had some, some tracks I like. My favorite one is, well, the Jay-Z, of course, and then like the one he had with uh, fucking... He had it with uh, Ross in the game. I got a bad big from ball. Tell a strike a pole. Uh, yeah, yeah. That shit beautiful. Yeah. Man, but I did like that one song that he had on there with uh, August Alcina. That was kind of like a little vibe when I used to swoop down on my little young hey, bitch back in the G. You know, you know I mean, if it if it, if it it brings you tum- some type of memories, then it's a great album. You feel me? Well, I'm a... That's definitely a solid one for me, but I'm going to say... But that's going back to what I was saying, man. Maybe I didn't outgrown, like, the whole, like, trap, Jeezy... You know, thug motivation phase of my life, man. Yeah, at this point, he don't have nothing else to talk about for real. So, shit, whatever. Like, yeah, it's like once you, it's kind of like in the Ross aspect. It's like we can see the progression, we can see the growth, and you know the content that he putting out, and you can definitely hear it in the production that he has. But it just seems as if with Jeezy, he kind of lack that that whole growth. And his sound pretty much just stays the same, even even though lyrically he really hasn't gotten better at all. Right. So, I mean, you know, I appreciate what he brought to the game, but however, man, maybe that album just ain't for me, man. Nah, it ain't for me. Damn, that's for damn show. But you want to know what is for me? Mm-hmm. And shout out to my to my big unk. The S-N-double-O-P. I mean, I ain't never really heard too much shit from Snoop that I didn't like. 
so I can believe it. Definitely sleeping on that album, but I'm going to listen to it because I got to listen to that shit on my own time, of course, like everybody else. But, I mean... Even that nigga, he put out the gospel album. That shit was banging. That shit was hard. That shit was hard. Like, Snoop know, know how to make music, period. Like, ain't no way around it. So, I'm fucking with Snoop. It's, and this goes back to our conversation that, you know, that we had, you know, about Young Thug. It's like, certain niggas just got, you know, got a melodic type voice, man. They can kind of just slide over beats. And that's one thing about Snoop. It's like... He ain't saying the, the most extravagant shit, but that nigga just be sliding on the motherfucking beat. Sliding on the track, though, like, and then he, his roots, like, he's so well-versed in different genres of music, like, he got on anything and make that shit good. And I, and I definitely appreciate why he named the album what he named it, um, which is, I want to thank me. Hey. <laughs> hey. At the end of the day, sometimes you gotta do that to keep you going, though. Man, sometimes you gotta be, you gotta be cocky. You gotta appreciate what you have done. You put in that hard work, and and for the ones that don't know why he named that is because he got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and I saw an interview. Uh, was it Breakfast Club or it might have been something else? But he was like, "Yeah, I thanked all these people," and he was like, "Well, shit, why not thank me? I'm the one that put in this hard work. I'm the one that you know spent you know my life, my time, my money into this craft, doing what I needed to do. You know, I didn't thank everybody I could thank, but it's time for me to really smell my flowers, man, and thank myself. Honestly, I'm surprised he's just not getting a star on the Walk of Fame, but I feel him 100%. You put the work in, you, you play the humble role. At the, at the end of the day, nigga, like, you can only attribute, you know, your success to other people in some degree. But shit, at the end of the day, it's you working for you, so... You deserve the credit too. I like, a lot of people don't like that shit. It comes off as arrogant and cocky, but facts is facts. Nigga, you put the work in, nigga, you deserve to pat yourself on the back, period. Man, you know what? And this is off script, man. I want I want you to take a moment of your time right now. Mm-hmm. Spit right now. Uh-huh. To thank yourself, man. I like to thank myself for not motherfucking Slapping the shit out of y'all niggas on any given time because I could have, but I be chilling. I be holding back because I'm reserved and I'm too cool for that shit, I feel like. So I like to thank me. And also, I like to thank me for, you know, putting the work in and doing what I do and uh, continuing to do that and being my best my best supporter and keeping, keeping life going for myself, you know? So I wish for you to do the same, my guy. Man, I definitely want to take a moment to thank, you know, uh, myself, you know, Meech. And I thank myself for not giving up. You know, when those when those hard times came, I still I still kept it going, man. No matter how down I got on myself, man, I always brought myself up, man. So I would love to thank myself for, for making it this far, man. And guess what? I'm only getting better with time like wine, baby. And I'm going to thank myself again in the near future. So why not appreciate myself? Thank you, self. I love you. I love you, too. Thank you again. But... I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. I think we should thank. I, I think we should thank ourselves at least like once a month. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's good for the soul, man. Good energy, man. Yeah, but I think 
as far as like the music shit, man, I think that was probably. Oh, you know what I want to get to? What? Shout out to uh, shout out to my nigga, man. Shout out to my nigga Lawrence, Lawrence okay. Jacob. Okay. Um, I sent a I sent a post on Instagram because I thought with this platform I want to definitely. Uh, you know, big up the you know the people that support not only myself but you know what I got going on and what Spiff got going on. So I always like to reach out to like artists that we know to have them email music to you know meet and spiffpod at gmail dot com because you know if I make it, we all make it. You know what I mean? All right, so you know I'm definitely with that. I love. You know, people that just create in general Because it takes a lot of balls to put yourself out there And be like, huh, this is what I did Because you put yourself up against so much scrutiny and shit like that So I've always had the ultimate respect for people that create their shit And put themselves out there So I'm going to intro this track We got the the Phil Swish and Niza playing But we're going to have to go to my nigga Lawrence Jacob And debut his single It's called... Fuck you, pay me. So shout out to my nigga Lawrence, man. Fuck you, pay me. Shout out to my nigga Lawrence, man. That's that fuck you pay me, man. I like that. I like that. 
it's, it, it's a little breezy-esque, you feel me? <laughs> I hope that nigga got some good dance moves on him, because you're going to have to be on your, what's the song? The Excuse me, Mr. Yo, you're going to have to be dancing through the motherfucking hood. You're going to have to dance through the hood on that one, you feel me? Man, shout out to my nigga, man, because he sent me a, uh, no, 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 uh, I watched a, another video. His girl was like a choreographer and shit, and he had, he had some nice little ladies in the, in the video. Um, dancing to another song I forgot the name of it Forgive me Lawrence um, I, I can't think of it right now But I'm gonna remember that shit later But that shit was a, a fucking bop That shit was tough I fuck with it But what's even more crazy is As long as I've known this nigga though I might have heard this nigga sing like one time Like I never heard this nigga sing Like as many times we'd have been been around hooping in the hood on Kelly, man. I have never heard this nigga sing like maybe once, and it was like a whining, like concert <laughs> choir type shit. Father, can you hear me? <laughs> that was like the only time. Oh, happy day! Oh, happy day! <laughs> <laughs> what, what movie was that? Was that Sister Act? Yeah. I think it was that bitch good dog. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Laura Hill <laughs> with her dad showing up to concerts, having ass, hey, love, little bitch. <laughs> but, but hey, man, but fuck it, let, I think I think it's time for us to really like get into like the the meat and potatoes of this motherfucking pie, only because I don't know if I said this on the last episode or I might have said it at the, at the beginning of this episode. But I'm starting to feel the liquor right now. But I feel like it was a lot of slander, a lot of um, a lot of things, you know, spoken about without you know much context. And at first, when when I heard this shit come out, me and Spit, we kind of sat right here. We was like, "Fuck, we ain't gonna discuss it until we know further information about this particular incident." And I felt like after, you know, after a week go by and we kind of like starting to see all the clues or whatever, I think it's time for us to expound upon, you know, what we really came here to do. I'll let let you, I'll let you do your thing. Let me do my thing. All right. So my nigga Hov, Jay-Z to be exact, getting a lot of backlash and a lot of slander because he just signed, well, he just... Yeah, he just signed a deal with um, the NFL where he's going to be co-producing and taking a lead on uh, a social injustice initiative with the NFL. So people's complaints are, well, how are you going to do that when you was telling the Super Bowl that they didn't need you, they they uh, uh, I don't need you, they need me, and... Cap don't got a job, and you told Jermaine Dupree not to sign a deal with him when they went to Atlanta and all this shit. So instantly, my feelings were like, oh, they got my nigga whole fucked up, but I had to do my research. So just to give you a, a, a rollout of it, it's kind of like he signed the deal. We know the terms. So Robert Kraft, is he the owner of the Patriots? Yeah, he definitely the owner. Robert Kraft uh, brokered the deal. He brokered the the same deal um, 
that um had the what was that prison reform with Meek Mill brokered that same deal to get Meek Mill off probation out of jail and to bring awareness to uh prison reform and the bad conditions and how the system just fucks over black people and any other minority or whatever the case may be so I did my research and you know of course on Twitter or any other social media they gave you that one clip where that dumbass reporter from CNN exactly was like, "Will you kneel it? Would you stand?" And he said his thing. So, upon me doing my research before I even took a deep dive into it, I just started asking like people, like, "How you feel about that shit?" You feel me? And motherfucker, the old black people start pulling out Malcolm X quotes and all this shit. I'm like, bro, like, this ain't even that. Hold on. Hold on, cause I gotta see that shit just pissed me off. I was pissed. I was talking to my nigga uh Michi on the phone. I was like, well I think we should discuss it. So I just got the notebook and I'ma go over. Bear with me, people. I'ma go over just some key points of Jay-Z or whatever the case may be in this light. But so you got Jay-Z, you know, Rock Nation, that's his brand, that's his label, uh, that's his business. So he a label head slash figurehead. You know, he dabbles in the music industry, the sports management, music management, all that stuff. So he basically provides a platform for musicians and athletes um, to collaborate together to make the most money and not get cheated out of anything that he does. You feel me? And one of the things that I find interesting is when... I was watching the full press conference. He was like, I already know how people going to react. But they had kind of a similar reaction when I formed Title, And you see how that went. You feel me? So at this point, we announcing it. And I'm kind of done talking about it because now it's time for me to put the work in. Anything, in my opinion, that Jay-Z did with Rock Nation has always supported uh, people that look like us people that don't look like us because when you think of civil rights everybody thinks about all oh, just black people so a little bit about my background i took an internship with the naacp and the legal redress department where we provided a platform for them to get free legal representation no matter of uh, you know, what ethnicity or anything like that. If you needed help and you didn't have the money to do so, if you were civically, if somebody violated your civic rights uh, or civil rights for that matter, um, we would basically reach out to you and give you help. So when people used to call the office, I used to be like, oh, well, either we can help you or we can't. Now it's Mexicans. Black people, white people, anybody. If somebody violates their rights as a human being, that's an infraction of civil rights, you feel me? Absolutely. And I feel like Jay-Z represents that in anything that he's done. He's made better, and he's always represented black people in a good manner. Do you care? I know you want to get your whole two cents, but I just had to say that before we go. <laughs> of deep course, into it. of course, of course. And... Just going back to what, you know, what I was saying before, it's like at first, like, you know, when I when I originally, you know, heard about, you know, Jay and and like the whole like shit, I was like, man, honestly, I don't give a fuck, man. Shit. Let that man do, you know, put the work in. Let him, you know, let him showcase his, you know, his talents and and trying to, you know, better, you know, the situation for everybody. 
However, after, you know, kind of seeing the backlash and, you know, watching certain interviews by by some people, it questions did start to kind of like pop up in my mind. And it's like, and, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, Spill, because I know you watched the, like the whole conference or whatever. Um, I'd only seen like a clip. And just going off based off, you know, what I saw, I just wish that during the conference, Hope would have had, you know, maybe like a list of like different initiatives that, you know, he is or his team is like, you know, going to organize because like to the optics, it does seem like it's a money grab in in certain ways. Because, you know, with the access, you know, to coordinate like the Super Bowl events and like different events or whatever. And then I'm hearing that, you know, he possibly going to be like a owner of a team. It does look kind of funny, though. You know what I mean? And and kind of like going back to what you said about the title. It's, it's like when he announced like the title deal and he's saying that he's going to put more money in, you know, artist pockets. And as a consumer, you know, we're going to get like title exclusive, you know, content. It's like. He put it out there for us to expect, like, okay, this is what we're going to expect from what he's going to do with this streaming platform. But it kind of left us, you know, on the outside looking like, all right, so they put you in this position to do this, uh, you know, entertainment stuff. Okay, you're going to work in, and do some type of social injustice programs or whatever. But what type? What? Like, what are you going to put together? I mean, they didn't go too much into detail, but you know, any major sports organization, you know, the NBA cares and stuff like that, it's definitely going to be a lot with uh, community outreach and drawing people in. They were discussing uh, the police brutality uh, subject as well, about bringing awareness and um, collaborating with the police in different communities to bring awareness to them and putting them on the same page. And, um,. He's definitely a businessman. Like, he got to do what he got to do. Business is business. But it was a situation to whereas when they first met, the way he was explaining it, it was a frank conversation. So I imagine it like, oh, I don't fuck with this. I don't fuck with that. I don't like how y'all did this. I don't like how you did that. Roger Goodell would say, well, I agree with you, but the way this shit works is this. The way this shit works is that. But we can approve. That's why it came to you. Make no uh, uh, make make no mistake about it. The NFL came to him. Roger Goodell came to him. They met through Robert Kraft or whatever. The first time they had a conversation, it was very frank. Jay Z expressed his opinions, and he was like, "Also, that Super Bowl halftime show, fucking suck balls, my nigga." <laughs> yeah. So he's co-producing it. That's Rock Nation all the way. Like my nigga, Lil Uzi say, that Rock Nation bag is different. You feel me? So, I mean, shit, it's just, they, I mean, of course, in business, big business, it's not about mutual friends or anything like that. It's what you can bring to the table. And Roger Goodell targeted Jay-Z because he saw the impact that he had when he was on the, on the track and was like, I said no to the Super Bowl. I don't need you. Y'all need me. So, Roger Goodell was curious, like, well, why do we? You feel me? And then they had a discussion like, well, what would you do differently, this and the third, and all that. Well, let me ask you this. Being that you said that the NFL came to hold, Mm -hmm. 
Is it safe to say that Hove got the one up on them? Or should he be watching this back? Because in my eyes, it seemed like, okay, Jay-Z don't need us, but we need him. However, this is somebody that you really can't trust. You don't know what type of ul- ulterior motives that they have. Because it could be like this. Like, all right, let's just say some social injustice, some type of civil rights shit happened in the league. And Roger Goodell is under fire. And he can easily be like, well, shit, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Take that shit up with Jay. I mean, of course he should watch his back. And I'm pretty sure... He watches his back 100% of the time, and he has people to watch his back. You know, shout out to my nigga Ty Ty. You feel me? But at the end of the day, bro, like, I thought the same thing, but I had to think, like, this nigga is 49, 50. The only, like, artist, hip-hop artist that's a billionaire. Like, he got, he not just naive to the fact that people will take advantage of him, you don't get to a big B and let niggas fuck you over all the time, my nigga, like, he's smarter than that, and I feel like if shit goes south, he'll pull out the deal and be like, boom, I don't say, I don't feel like he'll have a press conference about it, but if he was a Jay-Z fan like I am, you're gonna hear it in the track of why he stepped away from it, but at the end of the day, like he said, it's time to put the work in, you, you gotta know who you're dealing with at all times, I'm a firm believer in that. And I feel like he way smarter than motherfuckers leading on to be like, oh, you an Uncle Tom, they gonna take advantage of you, they like to use big names. Like, bro, I understand that, I get that, and that shit has happened. But my nigga made a big B, you feel me? Got a big B, had a big B for a minute. So he gotta know a little bit of something about something. Like, come on. Yeah. I'm guess I'm on like kind of like the outside looking in. It's like when, you know, certain people, they starting to look at it, and it's like, why would he go and team up with the people that that's really doing us wrong? It's like, why would you put yourself in that position? It's like, you couldn't do stuff on the outside. It's like, you got to really go team up and go get a deal with these people. It's like, why are you incentivized on, you know, doing events and stuff? But at the same time, you want to help us at the same time, too. It's kind of like a, a, a clash in, in interest. It's like, all right, you fill in your pockets. But... But you want to help and do something for us It's like How can we really trust that it's going to really happen though I mean That is a great question I feel like Jay Z has done a lot for the black community Before this You feel me Anything he does He incorporates the black community But that's that nigga line of business Entertainment uh, Coordination All that shit Events and stuff like that So It's an opportunity To right the wrongs You feel me Like I can't speak for what Roger Goodell or Jay-Z's intentions are, but I just got to go off that nigga track record and say, like, anytime he's had an opportunity to put a platform, like, to display his platform, he's always did right by black people, and I feel like he'll do the same. Also, like... Like, that, what, what more do you expect from him, like... They hold Jay-Z to such a high standard where you treating him like he the president or a politician or something like, bro, he's a fucking rapper. That's how he makes his money, you feel me? He he makes money off his own talent and he makes money off of uh, seeing the talent of others that do the same thing as him. So at the end of the day, 
Like, you know he got his Rock Nation bag. You know he's a label head. Plus, he's still a rapper. You know he's sports management. You feel me? And if he owns a team or whatever the case may be, like, it's going to be good that come from it. Like, when he owned the Nets, he stepped down because that shit wasn't right. So, I feel like if he does take part ownership of a team and it's not right, he'll step away. But at the end of the day, bro, like, Jay-Z has a lane and he's doing the best that he possibly can do with his lane with the best intentions. Like, stop marginalizing him and stop putting him in a box like, oh, you a coon and stuff like that. Like, just wait and see. Like, Snoop Dogg said the same shit. Like, yeah, he felt the way this is the third cap. This is the third. This was never about Another motherfucking job Another motherfucker's job You feel me This was always about A situation Bringing light to that situation And moving forward We know what the situation is So what can we do To improve that The same motherfucker Like that nigga Eric Reed Oh he talk about Oh how could you do this When Cap did this Cap don't have this Motherfucker Like my nigga Stephen A Say Motherfucker, last time I checked, you was wearing the NFL jersey for the last two, three seasons. So what the fuck are we really talking about? He, he sacrificed, Cap, Colin Kaepernick sacrificed his platform to bring awareness. I feel like Colin Kaepernick is in that plan, whether they spoke or not. I feel like that's the only questionable shit in that, in that little, that little situation. But other than that, it's not up to another grown-ass motherfucker to get another motherfucker his job back at the end of the day. Like, I hear you. We have a relationship. I'm about to do this. Sit back and wait. If you want to act like a hoe, act like a hoe. You feel me? But you never know what my plan is. You feel me? I'm trying to rub elbows, getting good with these motherfuckers so I can motherfucking do what we got to do. You feel me? But if you don't see that and you don't trust my vision... Even if we not, we haven't spoke about it, you know that I'm fucking with these people. You don't know me well enough, know what I do, then fuck you. That's how I feel. And I don't wanna I don't wanna get on here on this platform and like um discredit what what Hove has done or try to like downplay or you know, try to hate. But it's a lot of questions that I got. It's like for instance, like I like forgive me, I forgot the the podcast or the interview that I that I heard. It's like okay, so Hove is gonna do this deal with the NFL, and it's like we done already seen what he is as a as an owner, even though he was a minority owner in the Brooklyn Nets. But what I was told in this particular interview, I was told that even though he had like maybe one percent of the team. That you know, he sat up there with you know with the you know with the mayor and the, and the people and told them how good this would be for the city. You know of them you know building you know an arena right there smack dab in the in the center of Brooklyn and how it's gonna bring in so many jobs and all this shit for you know for the people in his community. But not knowing that these people didn't agree upon them not only you know building that arena that. The projects that they torn down left a lot of people homeless, and not only those jobs; those jobs was going to to these damn you know hipsters, and you know they gentrifying, they kicking the motherfucking black people out, and it's really white people that got these jobs. And what he do next? He sells his shares to the team, and now it's like he didn't got the fuck on. He didn't made his money and left. 
and and forgive me. I keep I forget I forget who said this on the pod. It's like what makes it any difference that he would do the same thing with with the NFL? It's like okay, you sign this little deal, you know you you got your entertainment business going, you making that money. Okay, you say you're gonna do this social injustice stuff, um, but you're gonna be part you know part owner of a team. It's like. It seems to me that you really just lining your pockets to honestly get the fuck on again. I mean, it's always a risk when you do business. And, I mean, I feel like Jay-Z had the best intentions for that shit. But he's only a human being, man. Shit, you got to salvage the the salvage the best out of a worse situation. And ain't no... It, there's no guarantees that that situation won't end up the same as the NBA situation. But at the end of the day, that was that Jay-Z then. This is now. He got bigger influence. He, you know, he got a lot of power as well. You feel me? I don't think his intentions are to just fuck over black people like how people are saying. Like, he saw a great opportunity. He know what he can do with his influence. He want to bring light. Like, my thing is, he's trying to do something. A lot of people, a lot of black people specifically will talk that shit like, oh yeah, black power, all these motherfuckers doing this, and this shit wrong, and that shit wrong, but what the fuck are you doing to better the black community? I say like 80% of people not doing shit, but sitting up there and talking shit. So if you over there talking shit, stay over there. You feel me? We might not have the best ways to go about it, but we can only do what we know. Jay-Z knows the music business. You feel me? So he's taking this platform and trying to do something different. Whether he fails or succeeds is beyond us. But at the end of the day, like, shit, we gonna get that bag regardless. But don't say I didn't try to help y'all motherfuckers neither. Because at the end of the day, y'all always try to shoot the message or shoot the motherfucker that's trying to innovate. You feel me? Like, don't do that. Because at the end of the day, even if you had the money, even if a regular black person had the money, they wouldn't do it just because the fear of what other motherfuckers um, think can scare the shit out of them to where they bitch out. So, I respect them a lot. I mean, I'm not saying it'll go one way or the other, but I'm just not the one to attack him and say he's this and that Uncle Tom and all that or shady or nothing like that I know Jay-Z done did some shady shit business wise but business is business but I feel like he just I don't know I feel like he got the best intentions at heart and if it goes south it goes south but at the end of the day I can't blame a motherfucker for trying it takes no skill whatsoever to try yeah and and like I said, like I ain't, you know, on no end. Like I'm just, I'm just saying for what it is because, honestly, like the shit really don't affect like the day to day niggas like like me or you. Like the shit that he gonna do for the NFL really don't affect us. Like if anything, that shit gonna probably benefit somebody else other than us. It just on us just to kind of like you know speculate and you know see what's going on and you know whether he a good person and doing the right thing, good for him. Or even if he just say fuck everybody, I'm just here for the bag. Even better. It's like it don't don't, don't make like, me no different. The NFL, all the black players, them niggas getting that bag anyway. So what the fuck? Like that shit kind of ass backwards to me because people are making this shit about regular motherfuckers, but 
at the end of the day, Cap, before he got fired, he was getting that bread. And it's not like they weren't telling him to chill out. And I understand what he represented, what he stood for. And I could never take that away from him because I appreciate that. But at the end of the day, like, shit. He did what he did. He lost his job. And I don't know if I confirm, can confirm this for sure. But I've heard that he's had teams willing to sign him. But he didn't want to go. So now he's not in his social activist bag. If that really happened, he's in his professional sports bag. Yeah, I heard so, the same thing too. I heard that, uh, I heard that, like the Ravens mm-hmm. wanted to get him. Or I don't know. Stop acting like all y'all motherfuckers that's putting on these displays, even though we appreciate y'all, not motherfucking multi-millionaires is in the position. Y'all in the 1%, bro. Like, stop. Nigga, I don't need no motherfucker to speak for me. You feel me? You getting your money, I respect that. It's bullshit wherever you go. If you in a professional world, you grown, you work, it's bullshit. It's white people always trying to do bullshit. You feel me? And you know what I'm saying? I'm the first to let a motherfucker know. Like, I don't give a fuck who here, what color. This is how I am. This is how I'm laying out. I'm going to be respectful and professional in my day-to-day. But if some shit is fucked up, I'm not going to let that shit go. You feel me? And, you know, I stand for what I believe in. But at the end of the day, I'm still about my bread. You feel me? So, And that goes back to, you know, what you said about Eric Reed and the whole Stephen A. Smith shit. It's like... Like, I understand where Eric Reed comes from, you know, coming from. But at the same time, like, shit, I know he still play in the NFL, but shit, he still got a family to feed. No matter what his comments are against, you know, whole Jay-Z or whatever, he do have the right to voice his opinions. But at the same time, that's a nigga that got to feed his family, too. If it's that deep, my nigga, like, are y'all talking all that shit about other motherfuckers, like, taking money and lining their pockets? It... If it's that deep for my NFL players, you wouldn't be still cashing them NFL checks, my nigga. So don't throw stones, my nigga. Don't throw stones, nigga. Look in the fucking mirror, my nigga. Stop playing with me, bro. That's why, that's that's the biggest thing with me about the situation. Like, y'all motherfuckers want to speak out, bro. Like, all these different publications and all this shit. The whole press conference will line with all multimedia, bro. Y'all want to talk about this shit? Or whatever, but at the end of the day, a white man is paying, cutting them checks. And the thing that gets me, one more thing, is like all that old slave mentality shit where these old ass white people don't want us to do this. Like the black man is very elite right now, my nigga. Like these little white kids that's coming up or any other ethnicities, they not with that shit. Our generation not with that shit. Them motherfuckers look around. Them motherfuckers rapping like us. The hip hop culture taking our swag. They love that shit. They Shout out to Post Malone. That's what I'm saying. They love that shit, bro. This this is not that, bro. This is not the 1950s. This is not, you know, the early 2000s. I understand police brutality still happens, and I feel like it's a mindset that still exists, and we can't minimalize that whatsoever. But at the end of the day, we looking for the future, not the past, bro. We trying to change shit. If we stay in the past, how could you ever move forward if you stuck in the fucking past, my nigga? You got to be open-minded. So I feel like our generation, even though we're a bit hypersensitive and very opinionated, the one thing that we do well is we support everybody. You feel me? If no matter how wrong they done did us. That's what I'm saying. If, 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 even if society looks at them a different way, like, 
we on we on that we on that wave. Like, oh, that shit wrong. We not fucking with that. And I just feel like that's what Ho trying to do. That's it. Facts, man. And let's we might as well just talk about it. You know, since we on this topic, it's mm-hmm. um, because a lot of shit was going around saying that he didn't he didn't finesse and he didn't jug. You know, Jermaine Dupri out of that that you know that NFL deal. And I'll let, I'll let you talk first, man. I feel like this this your topic, man. I mean, so we was talking about it. Uh, you know, we had a conversation over the phone. And, you know what I'm saying? I was going off. He was like, well, did you know this, this, and the third? I'm like, no, I ain't know that. But I still was sticking to my guns originally. So later it came out that Jay-Z never discouraged JD from taking that deal. I don't know the specifics because, like, I kind of fell asleep on the interview when he was uh, out there in Atlanta. But, I mean, that's true. Like, Brian Michael Cox is the one that said it in the first place. But I did watch the Dame Dash interview, and Dame Dash was like, oh, yeah, I got a million bad things to say about Jay-Z, but I'm not going to talk about this particular subject because we don't know the details of this. We're going to get to Dame in a second. You know what I'm saying? But that brings me back to Michael Cox. Stop talking about shit you don't fucking know about. So now you created a whole nother narrative that makes him seem like you already know this man is going through the most because he's putting himself out there. You feel me? So you come with your bullshit. You don't even know the full story. Like, stop doing whole shit, bro. Don't be mad, my nigga. Stop it. Yeah. Um, well, speaking on that Jermaine Dupree, it's like, shout out to Big Tigger, because I was watching this interview, and he had, you know, Mr. Brian Michael Cox and Jermaine Dupree on there. And Brian Cox said that he didn't even know the ends announcer as far as, like, that Jermaine Dupree, Jay-Z shit. He tried to, like, clean it up and say, like, oh, man, you know, I was kind of saucy. You know, kind of, like, you know, speculating and kind of, like, talking off the side of, you know, talking off the side of his damn neck. But basically, Jermaine Dupree said, like, like, no, like, this nigga never, you know, judged me or finessed me or tried to talk me out of the, you know, NFL deal. He was like, I backed out on my own. And basically what he said was that he had to deal with the NFL. He said during the NFL, uh, the Super Bowl, whereas the the Hawks played the the Patriots, he said that during that weekend, the NFL had like little sanctions, whereas he can like throw parties and shit, you know, know, do concerts and different, you know, events or whatever. However, he said that he caught a lot of flack from, you know, different, you know, mothers and fathers that had, you know, kids that were victim of, you know, victims of police brutality. And what he what he said was, you know, after, you know, hearing all this flack and all this other shit, he said, you know, he sat down and had like a conference with all these, you know, different mothers and fathers. And he said one thing that really stuck out to him was a mother that said to him, like, you are taking blood money. You are taking money from people that are, you know, pretty much just saying, like, nigga, fuck them niggas. And here you are, you know, dancing on stage, setting up events, doing all this shit for these people. You pretty much just backing whatever the fuck they said. So after... So after he sat down with that woman and, you know, had that little conference or whatever, he said he personally backed out on his own. So it was never like Hove, you know, talk me out of it. He said Hove did call him after he backed out of it. But he told Hove, like, yeah, this is the reason why I got out of it because of, 
you know, this type of, you know, criticism that I was receiving on that, on that particular, you know, deal or whatever. I mean, just to sum it up, you know what I'm saying? The shit that gets me the most is, as a human being, you know who to fuck with and you know who not to fuck with. So, this is not about the NFL. This is not about entertainment. This is about police brutality. So, as black people or anybody, any ethnicity has experienced that, our beef is with the police. You feel me? So, the NFL um, suspended... Colin Kaepernick and definitely blackballed him, whatever you want to call it, because they told him, hey, you got to chill out. This is the national anthem. He's kneeling because of this. Like, at the end of the day, you work for a company, and they were ignorant to the fact, you feel me, that, you know, this is what he was doing, and they kind of downplayed that. But at the end of the day, like, I feel like we have to go to the direct source, you feel me? The NFL is just a platform just like hip-hop music is, you feel me? It's no doubt in my mind that it's people in that corporation that are racist, you feel me? Like anything else. We go to job and deal with people that don't like black people every fucking day, you feel me? But I just feel like that's kind of like... um. What's the word I'm looking for? Passive-aggressive a little bit? You know what I'm saying? That's why people favor shit, too. You know what I'm saying? That's what they do. You feel me? It's very passive-aggressive as us black people, you feel me, to be like, oh, well, the NFL not fucking with it. We not fucking with y'all. I understand y'all frustration. You feel me? And, I mean, it is what it is, but... At the end of the day, stop blaming these black entertainers, bro. They doing the best that they can to do it. But, huh? but yeah, though. Like, you want me to hold it? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, like, I feel like it's kind of passive-aggressive. I feel like we, we know what the situation is. We know who to target. But at the end of the day, bro, like, motherfuckers could only do so much, like... It's easy to be angry about a certain situation and then to lash out on other people who are indirectly involved, you feel me, than to actually go to the source. But we know we can't fuck with the police because they shoot our ass. So, I mean, I get it, bro. I get I get everybody's perspective or whatever the case may be. I understand why Jermaine Dupree backed out because that's a lot of heat on him. But at the end of the day, bro, business is business. It's a fucked up situation for... For for us to go through as far as the police brutality and it's a fucked up situation for any entertainer that's black to even partner with anybody at this point because everybody has some type of controversy. Like this is the same uh, Jay Z, the same motherfucker that say, "Oh, I don't fuck with Tim's no more." How many black people you know still rocking Tim's? Me, <laughs> motherfucker, the weeds and the black ones, nigga. Every winter, outside you got a copy of a fresh pair every winter. You know, in different things like that. Gucci, how many black people we know that got a Gucci on? Shit, my baby mama just bought me a new belt for my birthday. Exactly. So don't try like. We pick and choose who we want to fuck with, bro. Like, if we gonna blame 
one person for not if we gonna hold one person accountable, let's all hold each other accountable. You feel me? That's my thing, like my nigga, like I get what y'all saying, but don't act like niggas don't be on the same bullshit, bro. That goes with like liquor stores, like poisoning the black community. I'm at the liquor store four days out of the seven day week, you feel me? Different things like that. Lick store on every corner. You feel me? Or these brands that don't really give a fuck about us. I know I mentioned Gucci. But shit, nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm going to the revives. You feel me? Copping some shit. Jordan. Michael fucking Jordan. He funds prisons. <laughs> we copping those. When they come out. Not that bullshit they coming out. When they come out with the retros and shit. We copping those. You feel me? Like, come on, though. Like, if we gonna take. If we gonna point blame. Point the fingers and shit like that. We gonna point it at everybody. You feel me? Come on now. Yeezy. You feel me? One day he's saying George Bush don't care about black people. Then he's saying, well, I support Trump. Like, come on now. And we gave him a little bit of hell. But you know what I'm saying? Like, don't do not do that, bro. Don't fucking do that. Take a look at everything. Evaluate. Stop being so quick to jump to conclusions without looking at the situation in its entirety, my nigga. That's my point. You feel me? Be optimistic. Motherfucker, we millennials, bro. I'm speaking to y'all. Like, we have a mind of our own. Know who you dealing with. Know that certain shit happened. Be aware. But I feel like we're stronger and we have a stronger mindset to not let that affect us on a day-to-day basis. You feel me? Because me personally, I'd have been around real racism. You feel me? Flat out, point bank, frank conversations. You feel me? And I'd have been around that passive aggressive shit. But at the end of the day, I tell myself like shit. If you fucking with me, you fucking with the wrong motherfucker, regardless of what ethnicity you is. Because you gonna know not to fuck with me, period. And it just is what it is. Well, you brought up a point as far as... And, you know, forgive me if I misquote you. It's like, you know, business is business, basically. And what I want to ask or kind of like bring to attention is... Like I, I told you earlier, because we all, I mean, for the ones that saw the clip with Dame Dash on the No Jumper uh, pod, or, ooh, No Jumper YouTube page, podcast, I don't know what the fuck that nigga Adam22 doing nowadays. I think it's a podcast, he said, like, the intro is like, this is the greatest podcast ever or some shit. Okay. Shout out to Adam22. I want to ask you. Because Dame Dash is on there, of course. And Adam did ask him how did he feel about asking Dame Dash how he felt about the whole Jay-Z, um, you know, situation with him receiving a backlash. However, I know the, the interview came out, I want to say, maybe two days ago? If I'm a, Two days ago. About two days ago. So this is probably, he probably recorded this shit maybe even earlier than that you know so a lot of these facts that that we have come across to this day probably haven't come across dame dash or he probably don't even give a fuck to be honest so what i want to ask is that during during that interview he did ask uh dame how he felt about it and what he said was is it doesn't it doesn't surprise him. He said that Jay-Z been fucking over people in the industry for years. However, 
Dame said he didn't want to sound like a victim because he said like, of course Jay Z fucked me over, but I'm doing good for myself. But everybody in the industry like niggas know like what Jay Z is about and his character. It's like if this is a money grab, this ain't no shock to him or anybody that's like you know of that upper echelon, I should say. So how you feel about that? I feel like it's definitely some truth into what he's saying. But I also feel like anytime Dame Dash gets a chance to diss Jay-Z, he will. Anytime you see a Dame Dash interview of some relevance is when Jay-Z has made a move. So I'm not saying that he doesn't fuck people over, but I'm saying he knows when people aren't on this level, you feel me? And sometimes that takes some time to realize. So, I mean, shit, how many times you don't fuck with a motherfucker or fuck with a bitch that's been like, oh, damn, I'm really fuck with this person. They do some shit, and then you instantly like, nah, I don't like that shit. I'm not even fucking with this person no more. Yeah, all the time. It just so happens some big Bs, you know, or big Ms is on the floor. You feel me? It is what it is. I mean, shit. I mean, you could be, you could be um, indifferent from what I'm about to say. In that interview that I watched with him, it doesn't seem like Dame is is mad at Jay. And for some reason, no. No. it yeah, it don't it don't seem like he like jealous or like mad or anything like that about Jay. It's just like shit, like I got fucked over. Yeah. And I expect that he's probably gonna do the same thing for everybody else. Like Jay-Z is out for himself. I mean, but seeing as these are two Black man that's been in the business for a while that do business, what's to say he hasn't fucked over his share of people? Or what's to say any businessman or woman hasn't fucked over somebody at one point to get to that 50 M's, 100 M's, 200 M's? Like, nigga, that's the territory, you feel me? Business is business. Period. That's what I mean. Like, you know what the fuck you dealing with when you get into it. If you don't want to be a businessman or a businesswoman, CEO, entrepreneur, don't step your ass, your bitch ass off the porch, period. Nigga, like, I've never heard a success story where they didn't have to make a difficult decision, you feel me? So it is what it is. Like, I'm not saying there's not no truth to that shit, because I'm pretty sure Jay-Z has fucked up his share of people. But, like I said about throwing stones, my nigga, I'm pretty sure that nigga has. I'm definitely, I'm for a fact, I'm, I'm sure he is. And during that, during that pod, it was like, you know, like an example that he brought up was that for the um, Reasonable Doubt album, of course, like, you know, we heard that Jay-Z done bought his masters back or whatever, but Dame Dash still say like he owns a, a piece of that like that's still a piece that that he still got and he hasn't gotten a dime from the reasonable doubt album and from what he said and, and forgive me if i'm misquoting he said he haven't received a dime in maybe about five ten years from that shit he did say that you know as he was doing you know a couple years ago as he was doing like you know some investigation or whatever he said man he found a bank account from you know, I guess the, um, I guess the royalties from that album. He said it was like a bank account with like four hundred bands in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said he, he, he said 
right. He took 200 Alright so shut the fuck up Nigga just keep on finding them Or you could take them to court Go that route But my, my man Like Yeah Like mute Business is business If you get fucked over He found it right What'd he do He took the money He ain't ass He ain't play victim right So he took the money So What the fuck Like we all doing wrong here My nigga like it's no honor amongst thieves. Ah, I, I like that quote. I love right. that. Now, I on, love like, it. Stop. We not about to do this shit, bro. We not about to do that shit, bro. I'm not going for none of that shit. I see shit for what it is, bro. Not what it was or what they trying to portray to be, my nigga. Yeah. I nigga, I already know how all y'all motherfuckers get down. So at the end of the day, everybody gonna catch their karma in that life. Did you see? Did you see the part whereas he said that um he was like Jay Z been a shiesty nigga. Mm-hmm. Dane was like, man, I tell Jay about a girl and he'd be like, yeah, Jay, she want me to do this and the third. Mm-hmm. Jay'd be like, oh man, you a corny motherfucker. I wouldn't do that shit if I was you. And he said like, all right, I wouldn't do it. And then uh you know a few days later he'd see the bitch with Jay. So I'm gonna tell you a story. I'm gonna tell you a couple stories. Well, two stories in particular. Um. So the first story we saying we went to Winans. I'm not gonna mention these two young ladies' names or whatever the case may be. So when I first got to Winans, I was probably 10th grade, 15 years old, or 14 by turn 15 because I got a late birthday. It was a young lady. I mean, you know, when you first get to Winans, you would do all the hoses on your dick. Big facts. Big facts. So it was one lady that was just pressing me in particular, and I was kind of on the fence about it. But I fucked with her because I liked her personality. She was cool, you feel me? So niggas in my head like, damn, I wouldn't even fuck with that bitch. She do this, she do that, this and the third. So ultimately, being the young nigga that I am, you know, eventually I, I ain't crack her nothing. Like before, like she was talking about, yeah, I want you to come over, crack this is the third. I'm like, bet. Like it was so much niggas coming at me. About that shit That I was like I can't fuck with you Cause you a bob You a stretcher You feel me You a bob You a dip You a flip You a flip You a stretcher You feel me Come to find out As I got in my latter years Them same niggas That was telling me Oh well don't do this shit Was hollering at her You feel me Trying to get on Are they telling me the shit Those be the niggas That be cock blocking So hard man. Okay so on the opposite side of that Um it was another young lady, you feel me? And she had tickled my fancy, whatever the case may be. You feel me? So I asked the person that she was most recently with, like, damn, you fucking with Shorty? This is the third. I, You know, I ain't asked a nigga permission to go, you know, but fuck you with wanna, her. Just I just want to know, you feel me? Because if a nigga, you know, I'm, I'm, I was raised by some decent parents, you feel me? So, if that nigga would have been like, yeah, I fuck with her. We going through something. This is the third. I'm the back talk. Yeah. That nigga was like, no, nah, fuck that bitch. This is the third. She a bop. She a flip. She a stretcher. I'm like, oh, bet. So, I'm like, okay. I'm on it. He's like, I ain't fucking with her. You feel me? So, I went to go fuck with her. Then we had a little attention. We never took it there because my homie, you know him. He a, he a good dude. I'm not saying that we fuck with each other heavy. But, you know, anytime we see each other, it's, it's love. You feel me? But he was. Who are you talking about? I'm gonna tell you later when the pod go off. But in that situation, he was. I don't want to say he was hurt, but he was like, "Damn, well, at least that nigga could have asked me." You feel me? 
But like, cause he fuck, but I did in a in a way. You feel me? I ain't telling my intentions, but I was like, you fucking with girly or no? Yeah. You feel me? And he was speaking so you know so so reckless about. It. I was like, shit. Well, apparently not. You feel me? So it's two sides to that situation that you explained and that Dame explained. But either way, my nigga, like you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. You got to be an independent thinker, especially when it comes to them bitches. Yeah. Period. Yeah, cause. I mean, but it's but you expect like, you know, certain people that you value their, you know, opinion on. I feel like I can come to you because, you know, the type of relationship relationship that we have, I'd be like, damn, Spit, what you think about this? Am I tripping about this one? Or, you know, was I in the wrong about this? What you think about this, shorty, man? Or And you would tell me, like, oh, man, you know, fuck that bitch and just keep it pushing. Or, hey, man, that one's solid, man. You might want to, you know, do what you got to do and keep that one around. And I felt like Dame stepped to Jay in that same type of environment. I feel like he thought, like, he can talk to his mans about a bitch. But obviously you can't because the next week you see her with him. True. So it's like, damn. You thought this was a nigga that you could trust. You thought this was a nigga that you can, you know, kind of like confide in and, you know, kind of be vulnerable with. But obviously, it looks like you can't. True. True. So. I don't take nothing away from it. I just gave my my uh, my experience to seem to to kind of like level it out to kind of give you a couple situations to where they could have been in. Cause niggas, niggas gonna flex. Yeah. On the hoes all day, every day, but that shit might come back to bite you in the ass. A nigga might take your bird. You feel me? Like, I'm not saying it's right though. I know y'all motherfuckers like this nigga got excuse for everything. My thing is all about perspective and clarity. You feel me? Before I judge anybody, I just want to know. I want to get into the mindset of what people were thinking and what type of situation they is. I'm just open minded, and before I get angry about anything, like I like to. Look at the facts and assess different people's mindsets and how they are, their traits and stuff like that. You feel me? I'm low-key a sociopath if you didn't find out by now, but it is what it is. Like, if I got advantage on you mentally, I will fuck your whole life up. <laughs> but it is what it is. Yeah, you a crazy motherfucker, man. But I felt like throughout this particular segment, I said all I had to say. Um, like I said previously, man, it's I'm not on anybody's side. I'm just sitting here just spectating like the rest of you motherfuckers, man. Like I said, this shit doesn't directly impact us. But however, if we see a person that's out here trying to, you know, do something good, let him do it. But if he out here doing it for, you know, for monetary value, fuck it. It don't, it don't put no money in our pockets, so fuck it. Let it be what it be, man. Um, I'm kind of leaning towards the side of Jay-Z, as you could tell from, you know, my whole little comments about the situation. But my biggest thing is to think for yourself, think with an open mind, and don't let anybody influence your opinions on anything. Like, form your own opinion. That's it. Fuck it, man. On that note, I think it's time for another little drink break, man. What 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 you got planned? Man, you know I got that solo. Uh, produced by my nigga Brando. It's called Drive Slow, man. Fuck it. Restart it and turn it up. Yes, sir. Shout out to my nigga Solo. Uh, you never know where it could go. Sitting stack got morals to a pole. Always the blind coming to a close. I go with 
Smith, man, I think that's, I think that'll do it, man. I think this was a, a pretty good pod. I think we, we left a lot of a lot of jewels and a lot of things for people to think about as far as with, you know, with Hove and we're gonna let you know people just kind of like you know have their own conclusions about, you know, that situation, man. So, I mean, it is what it is, you know. I think the mode that I am in. It's kind of like independent thinking and just, you know, forming opinions by yourself and being your own person. But, you know, I think we done did all the talking we could do for the day, man. So, I mean, I'm burnt, nigga. Like, I'm ready to get a little bit more drunker and then, shit, pass the fuck out, I guess. Yeah. So, like I said in the beginning of this motherfucking pod, that uh, when you hear this, uh... Matter of fact, Spiff, I ain't really kind of kick it to you, though. I know we're going to do the first Monday of the month. We're going to do, like, the mental health checks. Mm -hmm. Should we still do another pod? What you think? We should should maybe do two in in a day? I mean, shit. I feel like that's a good idea. But it's all about availability. You know, my schedule. I know your schedule. So, you know what I'm saying? Pull up to the head, the Meech and Spiff Pie headquarters, you feel me? So, shit, anytime, you know how it is. Like, I'm here, bro. I don't do shit else. I'll be in the crib or at the liquor store. Big facts, man. So, hey, so when you hear this, like I said at the beginning of the motherfucking pie, that, you know, the first Monday of the month. So, after you hear this particular podcast, the following podcast is going to be the mental health check. Um, again, like I said, you know, whether you're feeling good, feeling great, feeling bad, feeling sad, whether you just want to give us feedback on the pod, whether you just got some shit that you want to disagree about, you want to, you know, shout us out, fuck it. Send us an email at meech and A-N-D spiff pod at gmail.com. Again, that's meech and spiff pod at gmail.com, man. And... 
like I say every week, man, I appreciate y'all motherfuckers for listening, for y'all sticking to us this far. Make sure y'all subscribe on Apple Podcasts, listen to us on Spotify. Um, yes, but if you got any last words? Fuck y'all as always, and um, yeah, that's about it. I don't like y'all at all, <laughs> so it is what it is. I wish y'all could see this nigga Smith, dog. This nigga, for real, a sociopath. But Smith, as always, man, you got a little, you got a little vibe. I got some, I got some for you, man. You want to intro it, or you just want to play it? I'ma play it. Know who I'm talking about, bitch. Fuck it. Let's get to it. Thank you for listening. One minute you up, then you down again. A smile on your face, then you frown again. Overthinking everything. Spinning, stretching out till I find a pen. Shit hit the fan, I never start a defense. I'm blowing ends like this ain't a battle to win. You a sheep, I'm a shepherd, bring the cattle back in. No snakes in the grass, but they ain't rattling shit. I'm a little more spiritual than lyrical. I wanna get more physical than digital. This techniques turn it into residuals. I wage war if my rage get minimal. Thank mm-hmm. you.